0: hi everybody. Rabbi Rachel, super stoked to be here with you all. <sighs> Feels like it's been a while. Maybe it has been a while. Maybe it hasn't been a while. I don't know. Time is an illusion. Whatever. But either way, I'm grateful to be here speaking with all of you, talking about many things on this episode, just sharing and putting it all out there. But before we do that, no matter what you're doing, just become aware of the breath. If you're somewhere where you feel safe to close your eyes, maybe let your eyes close. Just find the breath. Don't judge. Just notice. Notice how everything around you and within you it just becomes more peaceful feeling the peacefulness of your breath that requires no thought it is always there Aruch Atah Adonai. Elohenu Melecha Olam. Shehechianu Vakiamanu. Vehigianu Lazman Hazza. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, the universe, the creator, the one, what is. Thank you. For the gift that is this moment. Amen. And all women. Huh. Yeah. Happy to be sharing. Podcasting. Here we go. It's a good time. I feel like a lot has kind of happened since... Excuse me. I shared last. And my theme for this week is I am peace or I am peaceful, whichever feels more powerful to you. But I am peace. I am peace. And I think this one's really, really, really important right now, just with everything that's going on around us from the beginning of summer and everything with... The coronavirus to what's going on in the Middle East and in Israel, it's just, there's a lot going on. And my daughter and I, actually every night before she goes to sleep, she has in like a little oil roller that we put on before she gets in bed. And every night as she puts that on, she says, I am calmer. I am peaceful. I am calmer. I am peaceful. I am calmer. I am peaceful. And obviously, it hopefully helps her fall asleep sometimes, most of the time, when she actually says it. But I was thinking last night about how important that is, that if we're looking at things that are so huge and seem so far out of control, and we want to do something, because we have to do something, we have to start within ourselves. If we want to see peace around, we have to find peace within. Peace isn't something that just comes out of nowhere. Peace is something that you are. Peace is something that's within you. It's a resonance. It's an energy. So when we ourselves can find peace, right? And whatever peace means, where we're calm, I am calmer, I am peaceful. But where things are at ease, everything seems to just kind of work. So with everything that's going on in Israel and around us and reflecting on, you know, Passover, I haven't even shared about Passover and Shavuot, and we have Memorial Day coming up, and we just have Mother's Day, and it feels like there's a lot of reflection we're being called to do. But what I feel the strongest is I keep being called to come back to find peace within myself, that the world around me seems like it's going just freaking crazy. And even in my own personal life, it feels like, oh my God, this is insane. But the more peace I'm able to find with myself, the situation, my circumstances, and my world, the easier things are. Because at the end of the day, we have the choice. We have the choice for whether or not life is easy or peaceful, or whether it's rough or difficult. Things happen. Like life gets stressful, stuff gets out of control, we can't control other people. And and sometimes things don't go the way we want them to. And sometimes situations don't go the way we want them to. And sometimes other people don't behave the way we would like them to. But the more peace we can create within ourselves, the more peace we're going to see around us. You know, I always like to think you can't go to war with someone who's at peace. And what is this idea? The idea and the meaning you can't go to war with someone who's at peace means that if they're at peace the kind of peace that like Viktor Frankl talks about then they recognize that the war is going on outside of them right if you're at peace within yourself there is no war and I realize you might be thinking all right this is kind of a stretch did you just compare Israel to finding peace within myself but yes I did and I think that that's unbelievably relevant I've been getting a lot of questions about everything that's going on in Israel. And of course, it's horrible. There's innocent people dying on the streets every day, victims of the government. It's it's atrocious and Hamas. And I just, it's horrible. But all I keep saying to people is we have to realize this isn't something that just happened in the past hundred years. We're talking about deep, deep, deep ancestral and generational trauma. 5,781 years old, this ancestral Trump. We read in the Torah, you know, the Bible, the Old Testament, that Abraham was the father of Judaism. He was the father of actually all religion because religion really wasn't a thing until after Judaism because Christianity and Islam and everything's kind of based off that because religions are Abrahamic. But that's a little side note. But Abraham in the Torah, married Sarah. He was one of our ancestors, right? Obviously the father and that whole idea. But Abraham was with Sarah and they couldn't have a baby. So Sarah was like, you know what would be cool? If you just go and impregnate Hagar, who's our maid, and then she'll give you a baby and then we'll just take the baby and everything will be awesome. So Abraham gets Hagar pregnant and then Sarah gets pregnant. And then they're like, wait, we don't want that baby. We don't want anything to do with that baby. And they completely outcast Hagar and her child. And that child was the bloodline of the prophet Muhammad. And then we look at what's going on between Israel and Palestine and, you know, Judaism and Islam. This is literally family drama that's 5,781 years old. So if we stop and realize that we're all one human family, that right now we're in somewhat of a testing ground because we've always been in a testing ground— Because ever since these books were given to us or written or received or this oral word or however you want to think about it, we just ended Shavuot, where we honor the the Torah being given to us at Mount Sinai. And we think about receiving the Torah and we think about receiving that story and receiving those wisdoms and receiving these archetypes and having to figure out where we fit into that. That's within us. This conflict, if you are in any way Jewish or Muslim, is within you. You're a part of it. So it's not about taking sides or doing things on social media. I don't think it's about that at all. I think that it's about educating yourself and truly talking to the people who are there because that's the thing I think I get the most frustrated about is I see a lot of stuff on the internet and social media and after spending time in Israel, I know the propaganda and the way it's being pushed and betrayed and I know the accuracy of what I saw and what I experienced in regards to this and what I saw and what I experienced is Hamas, a horrible, horrible, horrible terrorist organization taking money from the American government. The American government is helping to fund this war and other governments all over the world that they're supposed to give to their people. And instead of actually giving it to their people, they use it to oppress their citizens and to fight Israel. And so it's a horrible dynamic where no one wants to compromise. And I can kind of relate to this myself What do you do when you're sitting there saying to someone, I want to be at peace with you. I don't want to be at war with you. I want to make things work. And they're sitting there responding like a child throwing a temper tantrum going, nope, we want it our way. We want it our way. And if we don't get it our way, we're going to continue to do it this way. And there's no compromise. There's no middle ground. I think both sides are absolutely horrible if you'd like to know the truth. I think the fact that innocent civilians are caught in the middle of governments is the problem we should be looking at, and that's something that's, again, been going on for as long as we can remember. The people and the innocent civilians who are just trying to live their lives are the ones suffering right now as war happens among those in power. The power is the issue and the illusion of government and control. (sighs) So that's kind of all I'm going to say about that because I love Israel. I love the Palestinian people. I have many friends who are Israeli. I have many friends who are Palestinian, and I love both. And I can see where both sides are coming from. And it makes me step back and look at the conflict from a much larger perspective, a 5,781-year-old perspective, and go, this is, again, just some family drama that's still being played out through our government. And as opposed to everybody sitting down and talking peace You have someone who's at war and you have someone who's at peace. So the call I'm making to everyone everywhere in the world right now is A, to educate yourself because there's a lot of propaganda about a lot of things right now. I feel like everybody needs to be educating themselves about everything, and I don't mean educate yourself like the media wants you to believe or educating yourself like what you read on the news. I'm talking educating yourself with actual interpersonal human connection. Hear people's stories. That's the point we're at in time. We should not be listening to what other people feed us and spew us, but we should be listening to the experiences of actual human beings we can communicate with and connect with and reconnecting to that peacefulness within us, without us, with outside of us, not without us, that peacefulness within us and outside of us and sharing it with one another. Because if we can start to be peaceful in our lives, and find some way to eliminate some conflict somewhere, that has a ripple effect, and it helps to eliminate conflict everywhere. And if that's how energy works, the energy we're going to put out is what we're going to get back. So the more peace we can put out, the more peace we're going to receive in return. <sighs> it's a lot. Yeah, I haven't shared anything since Passover. Passover was awesome. It was so wonderful to be in person with everybody for the first time since, you know, the 11th plague, coronavirus, and all the craziness in our world changed forever. It was awesome. It was great. It was weird, the things that we've taken for granted of being able to, you know, hug people and share a glass of wine and toast and sit down and have a meal, how starved for that connection everybody was. So it was awesome to be together and play music, and I'm looking forward to sharing some more stuff as we come into summer. And then we just, like I said, um, finished Shavuot last night, which is where we recall receiving the Torah at Mount Sinai. We eat dairy, we celebrate, it's a good one. And I just have been thinking a lot about receiving this wisdom and how we're being called to receive more wisdom now and how we having a lot thrown at us all the time and we really need to stop and reground and find peace within ourselves and peace outside of ourselves and see what peace really means. Yeah. Yeah. Lots happened. We have Memorial Day coming up next week. I um, was able to participate in the Hawaii care choices celebration of life. And that was absolutely awesome. It's the big, Uh, lantern release that happens in Hilo Bay and usually there's hundreds and hundreds of lanterns this year it was just a small intimate group of us uh, myself Akahu and the Hawaii Care Choices hospice workers and it was a beautiful ceremony I was able to release um, a lantern for my grandma and share a little bit about her so that was really exciting and even Mother's Day I got a little sign from her and, you know, a little cardinal came and appeared. And Saphira was like, Mama, great-grandma, Mama, great-grandma. And sure enough, looked up in the tree and there's a cardinal. So peace is within us and outside of us. God still communicates with us. We just have to be peaceful enough to hear the signs and receive and not get swept up in the drama and the chaos. We have to be the peace in the war we have to be the calm in the storm i um went surfing right before i came here and i had one huge wave just kind of like knock me under and when i was under the wave because you know surfing is the most humbling thing in the world and that's why i love it as a huge wave knocked me under i just had this thought of just like i have to be the calm in this storm right now and the calmer you remain, the easier you're going to get through things. And sure enough, I found peace within myself, came up with my like top completely down, <laughs> got readjusted, and then caught a really good wave. So, I don't know. I just feel like I should share that right now. Things I know seem chaotic. We have planets that are coming in retrograde and just a lot of things going on. But peace within ourselves leads to peace outside of ourselves. And our ancestors wanted us to know this. We've got their mess to clean up. Like I said, it's a it's a big one. So how can we do it? Where do we start? What does that look like? So wherever you are, no matter what you're doing, I hope you find a little more peace from this podcast. I know I feel like I've said that word over and over and over again, but that's how it works. If you're <laughs> listening, you're going to feel it and receive it, hopefully. And maybe find the time, the space, the energy to just give yourself a little more peace. Whether it's a few extra breaths um, at night before you go to sleep. Whether it's taking a moment to just put down your phone and close your eyes at some point during the day. Whether it's sipping warm tea. It doesn't have to be anything special. Just a moment of peace will do much for you, for your mind, your body, and your spirit. So... All is groovy, and we've got a lot of exciting stuff happening with the Havaina. Hopefully going to have a space here before too long, which I'm super stoked on when I have an office, so I'll be able to see way more clients and town, and we're going to be able to host way more services. We're going to be hosting a talk story with um, Goldie Lefkowitz, my buddy who survived the Holocaust, who just turned 99. Last month, I still can't believe it. She's 99 years old and still up and walking around and getting cake and giving me a lay and just playing with Safira. and unbelievable. she And sharp as a tack. She's inspiring. So I'm looking forward. Um Havana will be hosting her, I believe, the middle or end of June at a beautiful outdoor location so everybody can come and hear her talk. And if you don't feel comfortable or you're unable to come and hear her talk, we're going to be broadcasting it. So that'll be really exciting. I think we're going to have it online and then possibly also through Naleo TV. So we'll keep you posted on that. And... Another exciting thing, two other exciting things I'll just share because sharing is caring and there's a lot of exciting stuff happening. We, you probably might have seen in the paper, heard um, on the radio, Aha Vaina was one of the recipients of the Pune Strong Grant, which I'm super stoked about. So that means we're going to be able to implement the program I talked about and dreamed about, and we all talked about and dreamed about that is going to serve the mental health needs of our community. I know I can't be the only one who experienced some PTSD and talked to many people who experienced some PTSD from the lava flow, and we're still processing and healing as a community. So going to be surveying the community to find out what the needs are and setting up some talk story sessions for everybody in Puna who was impacted. So stay tuned for that. It's really exciting. And then also, I don't remember what the other thing was. If I can be of service in any way, Call, text, email. I'm around. Things are swimming right along. If you feel so called to donate and contribute to this podcast, and you like what you hear, please go to www.ahava a h a v a ina a i n a dot org or dot com. Hit give and donate. We can use all the support we can get. Honestly, we're growing and things are getting good and being of service and peace starts here. I know that there's a connection between Israel and Hawaii right now because I've gotten emails almost every day in the past two weeks. People saying that their kids were going to be bar or bat mitzvahed in Israel and they can't now. So they're coming to Hawaii instead. So we're we're connecting this Israel-Hawaii thing, sacred land to sacred land thing one one peaceful being at a time so thanks for being here with me thanks for taking time to find peace for you thanks for just being i am peace i am peaceful i am peace i am peaceful i am peace shaloha